Holy shit. <laughs> hey y'all, it's my Kayla. And yeah, I know y'all have been wondering, where the hell are they? And girl, we've been wondering the same thing. Where the hell have we been? And to be honest, after posting that video, we needed to take a step back. We did, because we are very early on in this this podcast. We are very adamant about providing content that not only educates and informs, but entertains folk. And with everything that was going on in our personal lives, be it moving, family emergencies, house renovations, relationships, all of that kind of stuff, we needed to make sure we were good internally and at our core as individuals and as a collective before we jumped back into this thing, all right? Because we want to do y'all right, and we're so happy that you guys are here. So with it in mind that folks hopped into them stories saying, girl, yes, we want to get to know y'all more, and we want you to load up the Chris Harrison episode or the Chris Harrison video audio, here it is. We have gone ahead and ripped that audio and put it in podcast form for you to send out to all your friends. And hey, 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 check them if they're trying to come at us, especially with the death threats, especially with the racial or racially insensitive or just downright racist remarks. Please, for the love of God, do not send them into our DMs. We just got them out. Other than that, hope you guys enjoy. Hope this gets y'all into conversation with your homies if it has not already. We love y'all so much, and we'll be dropping those Get to Know You episodes real soon. And we can't wait to be back to recap, well, this week's episode with y'all. Alright, peace. So somebody gonna come get this white bed together or I, I gotta do it. Oh, you know what? That's all I got time today. So Chris Harrison said that in 2018, we did not yet possess the lens through which we can see America here in 2021. All right, and this on uh, how we owe uh, grace and forgiveness to, to Rachel Kirkinell. Let me tell you about why that is just a mess, okay? Let's talk about the fact that discourse on racism did not begin in 2021. It did not begin in 2020, 2018, 2016, 2017. Shit, it did not begin in 2013 when we first heard of Black Lives Matter. It did not begin in the 60s. It did not begin we could argue that the discourse on racism, the lens through which we could see um, inequity in this society, we could argue that it's been available to us since the moment white folks came onto stolen land with stolen bodies and raped, killed, and pillaged their way into black and brown communities using their labor for free to build the country that we have today. Right, the only difference between 2018 and 2021 is white people had the option to disengage, disconnect, and deny the presence of racism in their values, their belief systems, their social structures. The very country that we live in is built and runs on racism, not Duncan. Right, the only difference between 2018 and 2021 is that in 2020, we got hit with a Corona Lache. She came in, she said, girl, go home, sit down, relax, and put your mask on because you ain't going anywhere for a minute. So all we could do was scroll, scroll, scroll on Instagram and watch TV and see black and brown bodies dropping at unprecedented rates as if they hadn't already been doing that for years. Mike Brown was already murdered. Trayvon Martin had already been murdered. Tamir Rice had already been murdered. Botham Jean got murdered in 2018 in his own house 
okay, by a white woman who broke into his home, an off-duty police officer, and shot and killed him in cold blood because she thought she was in her own home. Sandra Bland was already murdered. Right, right. Let's let's really think about the lens through which we could look at America in 2018 and say who was actively choosing not to see the reality and who didn't start looking at the reality for what it was in 2020 because they had no choice because they were stuck at home. An old South party was bad in 2018, Chris Harrison, just like it was bad in 2021, just like it was bad when they used those parties to lynch niggas in the 1800s, right? There was a reason they were banned in 2016 ahead of having a president whose whole administration was built on white supremacy because not because they were insensitive or weird or, or just not a good look, because they were racist. Right? You don't put on an antebellum Old South costume and, and say, oh, wow, this is just so cute. Like, this is so pretty. Oh, my God, pass me that shot of 151 before we go over to the plantation. Oh, my God, look at that tree. Look, it's a tire swing. I wonder what that rope used to be used for. I wonder what used to swing from these trees that we're posing under, right? People in 2018 were being killed over the Confederate flag. We were celebrating the year anniversary of the murder of Heather Hare, 32-year-old white woman who was murdered protecting Black bodies at a Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia right by a murdered uh, a white supremacist a murderer yeah that was right right Matt James is the bachelor because of George Floyd Breonna Taylor Ahmaud Aubrey Nina Pop Matt James is the bachelor because Rachel Lindsay the very person leading this conversation with you was still dealing with the backlash of racism in 2018 from her season because white people weren't ready to see a black woman fall in love on national television and y'all decided to perpetuate stereotypes and try and make her look angry and bitter just like people who are probably watching this video thinking I'm angry and I'm hot and it's I'm riled up I am mad I am mad because why is the information that I have to ingest required of me to offer grace and kindness and forgiveness without correction, without accountability. Those are not mutually exclusive things. If you're going to have a white woman on national television talking about how she sees color and how she loves love and love is love, knowing that she's pursuing a relationship with a black man and one of the leading causes of death for black men in America is police brutality. And this, even this black man's very blackness is less important than his proximity to whiteness. If I'm going to, what is the obligation that I have as an audience member to just offer her a pass? <laughs> like I'm not saying off with her head. I'm not saying that she is her a product of her environment. She's a product of her parents' belief systems if she's a Republican, that she's innately evil. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that she's done and has ties to some racist shit, right? Right, and her posting a picture of a white police officer holding a little black boy is not going to rectify it. Her being quiet on social media is not going to rectify it. ABC putting a muzzle over her mouth until y'all can have the conversation on the women tell all is not going to rectify it on a season where you are trying to capitalize off of the concept of blackness in order to promote some sort of diverse equi equity-based initiative and say you're offering everybody a chance. It's not... That's not it. Now I'm gonna go outside and check to see if the gaslight on my car is on and maybe on the way I'll see um, or be able to find some of Chris Harrison's audacity.
but I do want to leave us with a question. What is it that we, as co-conspirators of change, as Black people who watch The Bachelor, as, you know, Latinx or, or the, you know, Asian people, disenfranchised minorities, queer people, what do we owe this franchise that says it is not their responsibility to <laughs> speak out on everything when the very thing they refuse to speak out on is something that is stepping on and hurting us, right? Why does Chris Harrison get to go on national television and say we owe her time, patience, and forgiveness? Why do we owe Rachel Kirkenow? What do we owe her but an opportunity to do better, be better, make the correction, say, hey, you know what, that was wrong. I got some weird, like I had some weird views back then and I am actively working to reallocate my power, my platform, my privilege to change that, you know? <laughs> That's all we're asking for is just a little accountability and the more silence, the more anger is going to keep and continue boiling because we gotta watch her on TV every week and we don't have to, we could stop. We should, we absolutely could stop. Um, that's not how things change. That's not how you shift, shift structures of power. Um, and what I did not feel like talking about today was Rachel Lindsay being gaslit by Chris Harrison on national television. Uh, I don't care how many shots of 151 they took at that Old South party. At the end of the day, bodies used to be swinging from them trees that they was posing under. And they knew that. Huh. White people. Oh, boy. So we know that so much has gone down since we posted that video on February 9th. Baby, February 9th. It is almost March. It has been so long. Oh, my goodness. Kristen said some things. Rachel and the team of ghostwriters just said some things. Matt came out with his and I oop statement. Oh my gosh, he has some things to say. And I was like, mm, I am interested. And who else? You know, Rachel Lindsay has come out and really just, oh my gosh, the women of color and the black women of season 25 and the black women and the black men and the BIPOC individuals of the Bachelor franchise are coming together and speaking out on one another's behalf, supporting each other, organizing, mobilizing, being just bad bitches, using their platforms of influence for good. And don't we love to see it? All right, Caitlin Bristow, we see you, okay? We see y'all over at Chatty Broads trying to, like, you know, maintain that mantle. We see, you know, other people as well using Black folks as mouthpieces. Who, buddy? And as we try to move forward, and as we prepare for the next few episodes, whatever they may look like, the women tell all and the after the front final rows, I just ask that we all take a deep breath and grin our, and bear our way through it, all right? Accountability is not going to stop with the end of this season, baby. It's not. For now, um... We love y'all. We can't wait to see y'all on the, the recap podcast and the get to know you episodes that we recorded a little bit ago, as well as back on the Instagram page coming at you with some new content, baby, some new resources, some places where you can invest your funds and, and donate and other voices that you can uplift and amplify, but also actually engage with. Until then, though, rate, review, subscribe. Oh, there's a dog barking.
And there's my dog. Okay. Please rate, review, and subscribe. I cannot tell y'all enough how much that helps us. When you guys leave a rating and a review and you subscribe to us, it ups our presence on these platforms that we are streaming off of, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and it lets these groups, conglomerates, companies, whatever the fuck they're called, know that we're here. And it makes other people interested in clicking on us. And then all of a sudden we have even a bigger community of people to talk to, engage with, and ask questions. And that is how we continue to to grow, and it's going to give us the space to give you guys even more quality content. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've invested in us, be it your time, your energy, your emotions, your curiosity, your frustration, your confusion, your love, and your money. That is so kind. We do not expect anyone to give us money for the work that we are doing here. It is not an obligation that you donate to our Venmos or our our Cash Apps or our PayPals. We are grateful for whatever is sent and know that it is being used to specifically support this podcast. And we also have been making donations to organizations that are amplifying and dismantling structures that are hurting the disenfranchised. That's all I got to say on that. We love y'all so much. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.